Got time for a quick story. I got to interview HBK from Hairball back in December. This was looking ahead to 2021 and here in 2021, recording this on the last day of June in, in 2021. We have live performances again. We kept talking over interviews that I've done over the past several months about getting performances going as the pandemic is hopefully waning. And, well, now we do have live performances happening. And Hairball is back out on the road. Hairball, a bombastic celebration of arena rock. They have come around my location in western Wisconsin several times performing at the northern Wisconsin State Fair. And that's the occasion for the interview I get to do today another interview with Hairball, and this is always fun to do these interviews because we get to talk about the music and the appreciation for the music. Because, like we DJs who work at radio stations, the musicians who perform in these kind of bands, they they do this because they love the music that was produced. And so this is good. This is going to be a fun chat. We're talking today, today, Moody, Hairball, Hairball performing at the Northern Wisconsin State Fair Thursday, July 8th in Chippewa Falls. Um, you had a, uh, you had a, uh, ask, essentially an Ask Me Anything on Facebook uh, as the quote-unquote new guy. Okay, how long have you been in Hairball? It's been about two months. I think I joined uh, the beginning of May. I was out with my other band, Thunderstruck, America's ACDC. And I joined at the beginning of May, I believe it was. Uh, I think May 6th or 7th was my first date with the band. Uh, and I've been with them ever since, and it's just been fantastic. All right, so what uh, what characters are you going to be, uh, or characters slash vocalist slash songs, which ones are we going to be seeing so we know to go, okay, that's the guy we heard in the interview. Who? Which ones are they? Well, the ones that I'll be doing, that I'll be tasked with doing, is uh, D. Snyder of Twisted Sister, um, Tom Keeper of Cinderella, Kevin Dubrow of Quiet Riot, and of course Brian Johnson of ACDC. Nice. Um, by the way, have you heard about or read the book um, "Nothing But a Good Time"? What just came out not that long ago about '80s hard rock, metal, and such, especially the LA scene. Are you familiar with that one? Yes, I have it at my house. Uh, believe it or not, it was delivered last week. Uh, <laughs> And set and it's sitting sitting on my dining room table for me to take on my next uh, plane trip to meet the guys to go to uh, uh, to, to Duluth this weekend. So I will be uh, catching up on the plane. Oh, good! I, I gave it a read in May, and even though I, I you see the page count, you're like, oh boy, it's about 500 pages. It's a quick read, and it's a good one. So uh, yeah, I I think you're gonna really enjoy it. And I, I that well, pop. The- go ahead. As long, as long as it has a lot of pictures in it. That's all that matters to me. Um, <laughs> there, well, I'll put it this way. Um, there aren't that many pictures, but it will leave a visual impression, if that makes okay, any yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, the other way I can put it is I, I, my, I have a newborn daughter, three and a half months old, and I'm reading this, like I said, a couple months ago, and I'm reading through this, and I look up at my wife, and I'm like, this is a book I'm not going to be reading my uh, daughter at any yeah. point. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, probably not. Yeah. No, probably no, 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 no. But uh, yeah. So you're you're gonna you're gonna get a kick out of it. It's very. It goes through a whole lot of stuff. There's a, yeah. There's a good reason you got that book in it, and to to channel those guys even more. Uh, you wrote 
uh, or it's written about you and you well you you know you literally wrote on on the on the website about kiss and all things kiss um i the, one of the lines there is what, what is it you said like even even the crappiest records which is there a kiss song you would not perform live oh they're all kiss man it's big <laughs> dumb rock i mean everybody loves kiss well most people do the smart <laughs> ones do you know, uh, and uh, you know the thing about Kiss is it's just big dumb fun, and 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 that, and that's what this show is about. It's about forgetting about your problems. And when you walk into our show, you got two hours of bombastic rock and roll, uh, a celebration of life, a celebration of fun, a celebration of hedonism, and and just total, you know, just behavior that you wouldn't normally you just lose everything at the door uh, the problems that were in your life when you walked in are not there for two hours when you come to a hairball show so kiss represents that so why not play any kiss song if it celebrates that count me in for the for the singers that you are singing uh how do you train to recreate I mean, recreate the sound, that especially that part, and the mannerisms, too. I mean, that's the expectation with, with a band like Hairball. And when I, when I did my last interview back in December, it was the same thing. It was about recreating that look, recreating that, recreating the effect. So how do you train for those particular singers? Because they all have their subtleties. They all have their individual nature, even if it's the same broad genre. Oh, there's so much nuance involved. So how do you do that? Well, you're exactly right. But the great thing is, is that being the age group that I'm in, the demographic that I'm in, I grew up in the time of these these artists and these performers. So I've got probably a 35 year head start on anybody else doing it that has never done it before. So I watch these guys on MTV. I watch these guys live in concert. I've seen these performers for years and years. Doesn't make it any easier, but it does give you a jump start on trying to do the mannerisms and the you know idiosyncrasies of each individual artist and character now mine are just insanity they're just crazy guys you know uh d snyder is a, a muppet come to life basically uh you know i mean he's got the shoulder pads and he's got all kinds of shiny stuff on and he's got the big hair and he is a true joy to perform and i can tell you right now his vocals are highly underrated he is an incredible singer um and you know i mean kevin dubrow he was a he was crazy uh, just all over the stage, so that's pretty easy for me to do. Tom, you know, he kind of just stood there and rocked and had a great time and looked cool with his guitar. I can do that. Uh, and then Brian Johnson, I mean, he was just a, a bulldog, you know. So um, it 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 wasn't much of a stretch for me because I've been seeing these guys and these performers, these incredible performers, my whole life. So it wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal, uh, and it wasn't that hard for me to to get done. Well, speaking of Brian Johnson, and when I had, when I was talking to HBK in December, that was right after ACDC. Uh, released Power Up, like it was like a month later. Uh, While well, you actually singing Brian Johnson, you're, and I'll ask the same question I asked of HBK, what is your take on the new album and the sound of ACDC after all these years, especially now without Malcolm Young? I know there was the influence of songwriting on the album, I know that, but but in this era, what did you think? Oh, they're phenomenal. I mean, they're timeless. They're, their songs are timeless. The album is 
phenomenal. They did a wonderful job on that on that record. Power Up is fantastic from top to bottom. There's not a bad song on it. Uh, you know, and it's like uh, Angus Young says, you know, critics get on them because they did, you know, uh, all their, all, you know, they did the same album, you know, 13 times in a row. And he corrected them and says, no, we did the same album 14 times in a row. <laughs> so, so they, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Those guys are timeless. Their music is grooving and pounding and Everybody loves it. Everybody from little old ladies to little kids, little old men to little boys, people, you know, just losing their teeth and people just getting their teeth. Everybody loves ACDC. Everybody. Uh, what of all the songs you do in, in Hairball, which was the, knowing that you know the songs, but which was the toughest to execute just the right way? Uh, you know, I'm still crafting you know, some of these performers, but the one, you wouldn't believe it, but the one giving me the most fits uh, that w- was get in the beginning was D. Snyder because he is different. He's just different. He's a, he's an incredible singer. He's got an incredibly powerful voice. Um, and his, you're wearing a lot of equipment. You're wearing a lot of gear. You're, you got makeup on, you got shoulder pads on, you got a wig on, you got, you know, these spandex with all kinds of jinglies and janglies on you. And it's just, it, it, it he's, he is a, a performer in every sense of the word, vocally and visually. So his, his, uh, character is definitely, uh, challenging to say the least. Mm-hmm. How did you, um, how did you get the gig to join the band? Well, uh, you know, their, their singer prior to me, who's fantastic, by the way, uh, had, had, had left the band and they called me, uh, they had found my name and kept coming up, uh, as, as a replacement. And, uh, they reached out to me. They, they'd been watching me for a period of time, uh, via Thunderstruck and enjoyed what I did. And, uh, they enjoyed our, our product and, um, they give me a call probably at the beginning, uh, probably mid March, they give me a call and they, um, they asked me if I would be interested in, in entertaining the idea of, of joining hairball. And we got together in a room and, uh, it was just uh, magic as it were. I mean, we got in the same room and, and sparks started flying and I was like, wow, this is, this, this is really, really cool. Uh, and uh, we hit it off immediately, and and here we are. You know, now I'm on your radio show, so this is pretty cool. <laughs> what is the most unexpectedly cool part of being in Hairball? All of it. I mean, it's just these guys care. I mean, they care about your good time. When you show up, I mean, you've got over a hundred. You know, you've got you've got you've got six figures worth of entertainment sitting up there. These guys spend the money. So you have a good time. They care about what happens to you that night and they want to take you on a ride. And, you know, when you walk out, you know, I don't know about your day job, but whenever I walk out and they, they shoot off $500 worth of fireworks because I'm walking out there, that's pretty cool. You know, not many people get their job like that whenever they can walk out uh, it, maybe if you can walk into your office and they shoot off five hundred dollars worth of fireworks, but this is the first time that's happened to me, you know. So uh, it's pretty cool. Um, and like I said, they just they, the, everything that they do, they care about what the fan sees and what the fan feels like, and and how how the person showing up from the very front row 
to the very back of the arena or the uh, festival care is sees the show and how they feel. They care about all of it, and we care about all of it. So that's the most that's the best part of it. Is there any song you've done either in Thunderstruck or now in Hairball? That maybe it, understanding that you're obviously playing the songs that people really want to hear, but are there any songs where you went, wow, I didn't think this song was going to get that reaction. It's even more popular than we thought. Well, you know, I mean, We're Not Gonna Take It has been played and played and played and played and played. I mean, we've beat it to the ground. Everybody's heard it a million times. But when we play it, it's like the first time anybody's ever heard it. And it is amazing the response. It's like the it's like a number one hit that just came out and it just went to number one. These people sing it so loud. I feel like you two, like Bono of you two, up there holding the microphone and they're singing this song louder than the band. It is absolutely crazy uh, to hear them sing that back to us. Uh, and it's it's so much fun. And people just get into it and lose themselves, and it's great. Um, if you could choose any song of uh, just a favorite of yours that you could perform live with Hairball, and it, it could be Deep Cut, whatever, Perfect World, what song would you add to the list? Well, you know, I mean, that that's the thing about Hairball. We're not about we're not into pleasing ourselves or serving ourselves. We're into serving the the, the majority. So you don't really get that opportunity, but that question right there if we're living in a fantasy um you know i mean anything off the first six acdc records would be great anything off power Ridge, maybe kicked in the teeth or up to my neck and you um anything off of destroyer you know uh maybe god of thunder uh or you know maybe war machine uh something like that whenever i get to do the gene simmons um or you know maybe um, I don't know. You can't stop rock and roll for uh, Twisted Sister. That would be great. Um, uh, Cinderella, maybe do, um, I don't know, Night Songs. Uh, you know, uh, it, it could be any number of songs from the characters that I do. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, just as I said just a moment ago, unfortunately, we don't live in that world. What we do live in is serving the fan, serving the customer that walks in the door. We want everybody to know every single song. We want everybody to sing every single chorus. We want you to spill beer, leave sticky, broken, confused. That is our job. <laughs> I, uh, you mentioned your favorite vocalist, Ronnie James Dio, was one of them. And I literally this morning got an email from one of my PR contacts uh, talking, about the rain, talking about Rainbow in the Dark, the autobiography. At, uh, are you familiar with that uh, coming out? I, I am. I am. Has it came out yet? Uh, it says July 27th, so not long oh, from now. Can't wait to get it. I was going to say, so So why Ronnie? I mean, I shouldn't really ask why does someone like Ronnie James Dio, but you're, you're a singer and you know the music. What about him in particular do you like about his singing? He's so earthy and powerful. Uh, and if you've ever seen him in concert... Um, you know, he, he just, he never had a bad show. He never had a, an off night. I've seen him probably 25 times and, uh, he's just an amazing performer, uh, incredible songwriter, crafted great songs, uh, every outfit that he'd ever been in, you know, from rainbow 
to L or from Elf to Rainbow to Black Sabbath to his solo stuff. Um, he was always on point, always fantastic, always tasty, tight, very good vocals. Uh, he never cheated you out of anything, and he always cared about the fans. How much more can you say about a performer than that? I mean, that is the perfect, the perfect singer. Yeah. Um, you got a chance to sing a lot in the Twin Cities. I know I was watching in the, in the Facebook uh, interview you uh, or the Facebook Ask Me Anything about the Minneapolis area, was Edina and that whole area. How have you ever gotten a little bit further east over here into western Wisconsin over towards uh, the Eau Claire area at all, by chance? Well, I can tell you this, that I have a, a great relationship with that area, uh, with, with Wisconsin and, and uh, Minnesota, uh, playing the Medina, playing, I've played all over uh, Wisconsin from Oshkosh to, um, to Racine to um, uh, Nielsville to uh, uh, Green Bay, um, you know, on and on and on. I mean, I've been to so many places. The people in in uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota and up north and Illinois, the 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 the, the NFC North, if you will, uh, <laughs> are, are are the are the salt of the earth. You, you folks, I, I'm sure you can hear in my voice. I got a, I got a bit of hillbilly in my voice here, but uh, you got you guys are definitely. Uh, you could actually. Uh, be honorary southern uh, southern states because you all are the the, the nicest people on the planet um, and uh, I, I we I enjoy coming up here every chance I get if if not only for the cheese mm-hmm. <laughs> yes uh, I would encourage you when you're at the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how much you can you can eat off of off of the, your set there. If you can, if you guys can get anything inside there, but the uh, I believe it's the Optimist Club cheese curds are the go-to at the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. Uh, that's the local one. If you get the chance, get those. Um, you real, but like you said, you can't go wrong with a cheese, especially up here. I mean, we, I mean, my gosh, Colby cheese is literally named after after a town not that far from here. So that's. That's how central we are to cheese here in western Wisconsin. So as long as you get some from around here, you're in good shape. And you'll find that at the fair in, in, on July 8th for sure. Oh, my God. I'm, I, I'm, I'm optimistic that I'll get to the Optimist Club <laughs> cheese house. But I, I, I promise you this. You all have the best summer sausage. You got the best cheese. You got the coldest beer. Mm-hmm. You got, I mean, you folks live right. You live right. We and, do. Uh, that, that, that is... You, you got it. Wisconsin can easily be Alabama. You know what I'm saying? It's just that that's just the way it is. It's, the only difference I think is you guys got the Crimson Tide, we got the Packers, and I think the passion level is about the same between the two. <laughs> it uh, really is. It real pretty much so. So when you're up here on on the eighth, uh, what you you basically described it, but for anyone who's seen Hairball before, and Hairball's been at the fair before, so I mean you're. You're going to get a good audience. I can preview that right now. Expect a good time when you're up on stage. What's different, if anything, about this show compared to prior Hairball shows? What's different for 2021 for Hairball, if anything? Well, like I said, they, they spend money so you don't have to see the same show. Every year they, they dump 
hundreds of thousands of dollars into the production. This year, they've got five LED screens that are monsters. I mean, it takes up the whole stage. We've got more pyro than we've ever had. We've got more, and now we're going to have flames. Uh, we're going to have uh, we're going to have uh, pyro cannons, if you will, uh, and they're going to line the stage. You're going to see fire that's going to be 20 feet high. You're going to see ev- everything that you ever wanted to see. Every every overstimulation you can think of. We're going to try to burn the retinas out of your eyes and blow your eardrums up. That's the intention. Hmm. Every single time we strap up, we want to crush your skull. <laughs> the, the best part will be if that, if that sound can get to the south side of Eau Claire from the north side of Chippewa Falls, which based on the geography of this area, if it's carrying that far, that's a really, really, really good sign. So we're looking forward to that. On July 8th, Dave Moody, thanks for taking time to chat today. Hairball July 8th, Northern Wisconsin State Fair. It's going to be fun. If this interview has not whetted anyone's appetite, I don't know what would, uh, outside of the cheese curds, obviously. Thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for taking the time. Glad you're in Hairball, and we look forward to the show coming up in July. Thank you so much. God bless you guys. I can't wait to see you at a show. We are going to have so much fun. Dave Moody from Hairball. It was oh boy, he again enthusiasm is an awesome thing, especially talking to these guys when when you can tell they they live and breathe this stuff, and to be able to perform these great songs after so many they've been out for the songs have been out forever to be able to then perform them, channel the artists, and do that for a living that's awesome. That that I I envy what Dave Moody gets to do, and I think any of us listening envy what he gets to do for a living. HairballOnline.com is the website. You can learn about what they're doing there. They're also on a lot of the usual social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Keep up with what Hairball is doing uh, as they continue to tour across the country. This has been the latest edition of Got Time for a Quick Story. Thanks, as always, to uh, Greatest Hits 98.1 Radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Uh, for providing the facilities to do these interviews. We're also uh, helping to promote the Northern Wisconsin State Fair and the Hairball interview in particular. Uh, So we'll be up at the fair as well. If you're listening to this before July 8th, if it's after July 8th, well, we were at the fair. Thanks, as always, to Melissa Kasirik for helping to arrange this interview, for setting up this interview. Uh, You can also listen to other interviews, in some cases watch interviews that we do at greatesthits981.com. Uh, just go to uh, interviews under features or go to our YouTube channel. Same interviews right there and watch and or listen to these interviews. This podcast, Got Time for a Quick Story, you can uh, you can subscribe to it, find it on a lot of the usual platforms, and also uh, rate it highly if, if you can. That will help spread the word about this podcast. Got time for a quick story. I'm Luke Anthony.